I don't know how much clearer the message can be. Normal people, we have been sending Hollywood along with the mainstream television networks this message for the better part of two years. Problem is, they don't seem to be listening to us. How many times do they have to set record low ratings before they start making changes? It seems like every week I am coming on here to discuss the latest woke movie crash at the box office or some meaningless Hollywood award show completely crashing in the ratings. The VMAs on MTV, a show that used to be appointment television. The VMAs, they are responsible for creating some iconic moments in TV. Past couple of years, record low ratings. Last week, I think it was the... What was it, the Golden Globes last week that broke their previous record of record low ratings? How many times last year did Disney release some critically acclaimed movie of some love story between a non-binary shovel and a gender void hoe that the media was absolutely in love with, encouraging parents to expose their children to the filth? How many times did the media fall in love with a Disney movie last year and it completely bombed at the box office? Normal people said, thanks, but fuck you, you fucking perv. I challenge someone, anyone, to name anything affiliated with the Wanker Spankers that has been an undeniable success. Go ahead, go ahead. I will wait. Well, KC, Joy Reid is successful on MSNBC. One night back in October, she was the most watched show on the network. Joy Reid has also lost 50% of her audience in two years, and her ratings are down another 8% this week. Evil does not sell. Evil is not mainstream. Hollywood and the media, they want you to believe evil is accepted in the mainstream, but it's not. This past Sunday, deacons at Woke United Methodist, they held another special service. These ceremonies used to be special when they happened two or three times a year. Lately, seems like they're happening every week. The Deacons, they named this special worship service the Critics' Choice Awards. Casey, what the hell is the Critics' Choice Awards? I'd never heard of it before. Apparently, this award show has taken place every year since 1996. How many winners can I name? None. This award is so meaningless, one of the winners this year criticized the process while accepting her award. I'll show you that clip in just a second. Going into last year, ratings for the Critics' Choice Awards were so pitiful, they came up with a brilliant strategy to broaden their potential audience. Now, when normal people think of strategies to improve television, they think of ideas like making the show more entertaining, hiring a comedic host who's someone with charisma, someone who can carry the show, maybe shortening the broadcast from three hours to two hours to reduce the audience exposure to boredom. What brilliant strategy did the CCAs come up with? Simulcasting the show on another network. I mean, that is just absolutely brilliant. The Critics' Choice Awards were already being broadcast on the CW. That's broadcast television. It wasn't behind a paywall. No cable satellite subscription required. If you can afford a $20 antenna, you could spend an evening with your favorite Hollywood perverts caressing the woke oak tree. They decided to simulcast the show on TBS last year. Between TBS and the CW, the Critics' Choice Awards last year 
1.1 million viewers. Record low ratings. Well, KC, that's just not true. They drew 365,000 in 2021. Yeah, but I don't count 2021. That year, the show was presented with restrictions because shitfucks in Hollywood are deathly afraid of the COVID. As you guys know, we don't recognize anything COVID-related here on the channel. Ratings were so bad, TBS refused to carry the Critics' Choice Awards this year. But that was okay. That was okay. The CW was still on board, and they came up with an ingenious plan to boost ratings. Oh, this idea was legendary. Remember last March when Will Smith walked on stage at the Oscars and in a very feminine manner lightly caressed Chris Rock's face with his hand? You remember that? Woke boners across America reached full stiffies as shitfucks watched Wilma Smith defend his husband against misogynistic jokes. Now, of course, us normal people, we came to the defense of Chris Rock. The catfight Wilma Smith tried to start at the Oscars, it spiked their ratings for the evening. The Critics' Choice Awards, they were looking for something similar this year. They needed a likable host like Chris Rock that normal people liked and respected. Now, with that sentiment in mind, who did they decide to hire as the host? <laughs> Chelsea, the coat handler. Yeah. That Chelsea Handler, the female version of Bamani Jones, the woman who hasn't drawn an audience in over 10 years. It has been one huge embarrassing failure after another for Chelsea Handler. The Critics' Choice Awards, hosted by the Coat Handler on Sunday, no different. Only 900,000 people were dumb enough to waste three hours watching processed garbage. Chelsea Handler, she thought this was a great number. She hasn't seen viewership numbers that high since her sex tape was shown at the Butt Bongo Festival. Once again, though, the Critics' Choice Awards set the benchmark for record low ratings. Like most of you, I was busy Sunday watching the NFL playoffs. Not one time did I think about turning off captivating television to watch a group of barely humans emotionally identify with their support shovel. Anytime ratings are low like this, I like to pull a clip or two from the show just to, just to get a better understanding as to why no one's watching. When I came across this clip of the acceptance speech of Kate Blanchett, my curiosity was satisfied. KC, who is Kate Blanchett? I swear to God, I had never seen or heard of this woman before. Apparently, she's a highly respected actress in Hollywood. Winner of numerous awards, she has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame that bums use to relieve themselves. Kate Blanchett is either a highly talented actress or she is consistently recognized and awarded for her dedication to fighting the good fight, preaching the good word, spreading the faith to unbelievers. You see, Kate B., she is a firm believer in climate change. Me too! Me too! I believe the climate changes about four times each year. We start every year in the winter, move on to spring, suffer through the miserable summers down here in the south before ending the year in the fall. But it's that summer part that has Kate Blanchett concerned. Every time the thermometer hits 90 degrees, she's worried the earth will just simply explode. Last year, she even launched the Climate of Change podcast to educate people on the dangers of cow flatulence. The show 
lasted about three episodes, then they ran out of shit to talk about. This past Sunday, Kate Blanchett, she was on stage to accept the award for Best Actress in a Film. She won this award for playing the villain in the movie Tar. There was one scene in the movie that kind of sparked mild controversy. Kate Blanchett in the movie, she's lecturing one of her students for being an easily offended shitfuck. The film, though, the tone, it basically insinuates that normal people are evil for not considering the feelings of the offendables. I'm kind of confused how she was recognized for her work in this movie because literally no one saw it. Tar generated $6.3 million at the box office. Nevertheless, Kate Blanchett took to the stage to accept this meaningless award. Listen to her speech. Sure. It's like, what is this? It's this patriarchal pyramid where someone stands up here. Why don't we just say there is a whole raft of female performances that are in concert and in dialogue with one another. And stop the televised horse race of it all. Because, t can I tell you, every single woman, whether, you know, television, film, advertising, tampon commercials, whatever, you're all out there doing amazing work that is inspiring me continually. Basically, Kate Blanchett, she wants to give everyone a participation trophy. If you've acted in tampon commercials, this award belongs to you. Especially if you were previously a man, you inspire me. Kate Blanchett wants to live in a world where women aren't competing against each other. She wants to live in a world where everyone is recognized for their lack of accomplishments. Yeah, well, that world does not exist. You know what happens when you eliminate competition? Everything becomes bland, stale, boring. There's no motivation to create great content if you have no one to compete with. If you don't believe me, just look at the garbage presented by Hollywood the last few years. The only competition going on in Hollywood is the competition to see who could be the most woke. Now guess who else was recognized by the Critics' Choice Awards? Well, KC, it had to be Tom Cruise. Top Gun was one of the highest grossing movies of the year. Yeah, yeah. You would think, you would think... Tom Cruise would be recognized for his performance in Top Gun. But this is the Critics' Choice Awards, not the Normal People's Choice Awards. Instead of recognizing Tom Cruise, they decided to award Brendan Fraser. Why? Because he played the role of a gay fat dude in the movie Whale. This obviously trumps the performance of Tom Cruise, he was involved in a movie that promoted America in a positive light. Brendan Fraser, on the other hand, gave an inspiring performance on the suffering that obese gay men endure. This award also kind of confused me. What was it, five or six months ago, critics in the media were criticizing Brendan Fraser in the movie Well. They were accusing the film of promoting fatism or obesitism or whatever the hell they call the discrimination of Lizzo. They were claiming the movie would be too offensive to fat people. You know what I find offensive? Lizzo in a fucking bikini. I find that offensive. For years now, Hollywood has sent the following message to America. We hate you. The elites in Hollywood, they do not like us. 
In response, normal people have sent them a message in return. Matter of fact, we send the message every night on television and any time a woke movie is released. More big-budget films are bombing than ever before at the box office. That Brendan Fraser movie, after it was highly criticized, it ended up being praised by movie critics. It drew $11 million at the box office. Hollywood, they might not like America, but here's the problem for them. Normal people can survive without Hollywood. Hollywood cannot survive without us. If we don't pay to watch their movies, if we refuse to watch the garbage they present us on television, they cannot survive. But give me your thoughts. Another Hollywood award show completely tanks in the ratings. Less than a million people watch the Critics' Choice Awards. Give me your thoughts. Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys tomorrow.